Welcome to Friday's edition of Transformation Radio.
And now, as we look into the reading of the New Testament, our narrative today comes from the book of Galatians, chapter 3, beginning at verse 23. We'll go through chapter 4, verse 31. Well, the picture of the law that we'll see here as a guardian is similar to a tutor giving a young child supervision. We no longer need that kind of supervision. The law teaches us the need for salvation. God's grace gives us that salvation. The Old Testament still applies today. In it, God reveals His nature, His will for humanity, His moral laws, and His guidelines for living. But we cannot be saved by keeping that law. We must trust in Christ. Some Jewish males greeted each new day by praying, Lord, I thank you that I am not a Gentile, a slave, or a woman. The role of women was enhanced by Christianity. Faith in Christ transcends these differences and makes all believers one in Christ. Make sure you don't oppose distinctions that Christ has removed. Because all believers are His heirs, no one is more privileged than or superior to anyone else. It's our natural inclination to feel uncomfortable around people who are different from us and to gravitate toward those who are similar. But when we allow our differences to separate us from our fellow believers, we're disregarding clear biblical teaching. So make it a point to seek out and appreciate people who are not just like you and your friends. You may find that you have a lot in common with them. We'll also read here today that the original promise to Abraham was intended for the whole world, not just for Abraham's physical descendants. You see, all believers participate in this promise and are blessed as children of Abraham. Jesus was born of a woman. He was human. He was born as a Jew. He was subject to God's law and fulfilled it perfectly. Thus, Jesus was the perfect sacrifice because although he was fully human, he never sinned. His death bought freedom for us who were enslaved to sin so that we could be adopted into God's family. Great news for us. And now, let's begin our narrative today, here in the New Testament. September 18th, the New Testament. Galatians chapter 3, verse 23, through chapter 4, verse 31. Before the way of faith in Christ was available to us, we were placed under guard by the law. We were kept in protective custody, so to speak, until the way of faith was revealed. Let me put it another way. The law was our guardian until Christ came. It protected us until we could be made right with God through faith. And now that the way of faith has come, we no longer need the law as our guardian. For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on Christ like putting on new clothes. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male and female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs, and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. Think of it this way. If a father dies and leaves an inheritance for his young children, those children are not much better off than slaves until they grow up, even though they actually own everything their father had. They have to obey their guardians until they reach whatever age their father set. And that's the way it is with us before Christ came. We were like children. We were slaves to the basic spiritual principles of this world. 
But when the right time came, God sent His Son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent Him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law, so that He could adopt us as His very own children. And because we are His children, God has sent the Spirit of His Son into our hearts, prompting us to call out, Abba, Father. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you are His child, God has made you His heir. Before you Gentiles knew God, you were slaves to so-called gods that do not even exist. So now that you know God, or should I say, now that God knows you, why do you want to go back again and become slaves once more to the weak and useless spiritual principles of this world? You are trying to earn favor with God by observing certain days or months or seasons or years. I fear for you. Perhaps all my hard work with you is for nothing. Dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to live as I do in freedom from these things. For I become like you Gentiles, free from those laws. You did not mistreat me when I first preached to you. Surely you remember that I was sick when I first brought you the good news. But even though my condition tempted you to reject me, you did not despise me or turn me away. No, you took me in and cared for me as though I were an angel from God or even Christ Jesus Himself. Where is that joyful and grateful spirit you felt then? I am sure you would have taken out your own eyes and given them to me if it had been possible. Have I now become your enemy because I am telling you the truth? Those false teachers are so eager to win your favor, but their intentions are not good. They are trying to shut you off from me so that you will pay attention only to them. If someone is eager to do good things for you, that's all right. But let them do it all the time, not just when I am with you. Oh, my dear children, I feel as if I am going through labor pains for you again. And they will continue until Christ is fully developed in your lives. I wish I were with you right now so I could change my tone. But at this distance... I don't know how else to help you. Tell me, you who want to live under the law, do you know what the law actually says? The scriptures say that Abraham had two sons, one from his slave wife and one from his freeborn wife. The son of the slave wife was born in a human attempt to bring about the fulfillment of God's promise. But the son of the freeborn wife was born as God's own fulfillment of His promise. These two women serve as an illustration of God's two covenants. The first woman, Hagar, represents Mount Sinai, where people received the law that enslaved them. And now Jerusalem is just like Mount Sinai in Arabia, because she and her children live in slavery to the law. But the other woman, Sarah, represents the heavenly Jerusalem. She is the free woman, and she is our mother. As Isaiah said, Rejoice, O childless woman, you who have never given birth. Break into a joyful shout, you who have never been in labor. For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband. And you, dear brothers and sisters, are children of the promise just like Isaac. But you are now being persecuted by those who want you to keep the law, just as Ishmael, the child born by human effort, persecuted Isaac, the child born by the power of the Spirit. But what do the Scriptures say about that? Get rid of the slave and her son, for the son of the slave woman will not share the inheritance with the free woman's son. 
So, dear brothers and sisters, we are not children of the slave woman. We are children of the free woman. Our reading today from the book of Psalms is Psalm 62, verses 1 through 12. David expressed his feelings to God and then reaffirmed his faith. You know, prayer can release our tensions in times of emotional stress. Trusting God to be our rock, salvation, and fortress will change our entire outlook on life. No longer must we be held captive by resentment toward others when they hurt us. When we're resting in God's strength, nothing can shake us. It's tempting to use honor, power, wealth, or prestige to measure people. We may even think that such people are really getting ahead in life. But on God's scales, these people are, quote, lighter than a breath of air, end quote. <laughs> Boy, what an illustration that is. What then can tilt the scales when God weighs us? Well, trusting God and working for Him, that's what. Wealth, honor, power, or prestige add nothing to our value in God's eyes. Only our faith in Christ and His finished work on the cross gives us our eternal value. Psalm 62, verses 1 through 12. For Jaduthan, the choir director, a psalm of David. I wait quietly before God, for my victory comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress where I will never be shaken. So many enemies against one man, all of them trying to kill me. To them, I'm just a broken down wall or a tottering fence. They plan to topple me from my high position. They delight in telling lies about me. They praise me to my face, but curse me in their hearts. Interlude Let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my fortress, where I will not be shaken. My victory and honor come from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. O、oh, my people, trust in Him at all times. Pour out your heart to Him, for God is our refuge. Interlude Common people are as worthless as a puff of wind, and the powerful are not what they appear to be. If you weigh them on the scales, together they are lighter than a breath of air. Don't make your living by extortion. Or put your hope in stealing. And if your wealth increases, don't make it the center of your life. God has spoken plainly, for I have heard it many times. Power, O God, belongs to you. Unfailing love, O Lord, is yours. Surely you repay all people according to what they have done. Proverbs chapter 23, verses 19 through 21. My child, listen and be wise. Keep your heart on the right course. Do not carouse with drunkards or feast with gluttons, for they are on their way to poverty, and too much sleep clothes them in rags. We're covering chapters 27 and 28 tonight. But, but really, the reading is just going to be an excerpt from、um, Acts 28, 25, and 28. So I'm going to read this 25 through 28. So you can read along with me in your own Bible or on the screen behind me. 
And disagreeing among themselves, they departed after Paul had made one statement. The Holy Spirit was right in saying to your fathers through Isaiah the prophet, Go to this people and say, You will indeed hear but never understand, and you will indeed see but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes they have closed lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and turn, and I would heal them. Verse 28, Therefore let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. Welcome to the planet Welcome to existence Everyone's here Everyone's here Everybody's watching you now Everybody
Hi, this is Luke Thompson. I'm just uh, phasing up to phase two today. Uh, when I came to the refuge, I was broken, didn't uh, have much going for me, and it has brought me, helped me bring and come back around, uh, get closer to God, and uh, just, I uh, just teach me to follow Him, and uh, I don't know, just uh want to thank everybody for it just i don't know i'd like to give a shout out to uh josh and david and everybody else there phase one just keep on doing it and y'all be up here with us for long okay thank you it's michael Sabo. i'd like to affirm dustin stowner uh, for just being a mighty man of God, continuing to press in and <clears throat> really seek God and being a doer of the word and not just a hearer of the word. God bless you, brother. Come and go with me to 
my father's house Come and go with me to my father's house It's a big, big house with lots and lots of room A big, big table with lots and lots of food A big, big yard where we can play football A big, big house, it's my father's house A big, big house with lots and lots of room Some days I barely hold on when life drags me down. I wanna let go, but when my spirit is weak, you come to my aid and strengthen my soul. Without you, I'll never doubt you. Your grace is beyond compare. And though when it rains, it pours, you know all I have is yours. You smile when you hear my prayer. You rescued me.
Thank you for listening to Transformation Radio. Have a blessed day.